Are you surviving on your favorite carbonated beverage to get you through the day? Have you ever found yourself ghosting through each moment wishing for something more? Or do you find yourself longing for joy and contentment in your life, but still coming up empty-handed? My mission in life is to empower individuals and families to create lasting change and find joy in their circumstances in this thing we call life. Welcome to The Hype Show, where we train you on your journey to achieve just that. I'm your host, Kirsten Halverson, CEO of Harness Your Power. I can't wait to embark on this journey with you through my podcast and an equine facilitated learning program. See you there. I am so excited to have you here today. I have Andrea sitting with me. We're having a virtual discussion um, and I'm so excited to have you here and introduce her to you. So she is um, someone I met, ooh, like a couple years ago, I think. Um, at Jane, I believe. <laughs> How long was it? 2016. 2016. Oh, wow. So four years ago. Holy cow. Okay. Um, and we met at a conference that um, she put together. And um, I was able to kind of get to know and connect with her there. And we've been connected um, via social media since. And I'm so excited to share you with her today. So I'm excited to be here. Thanks for having me. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Thank you for taking time in this crazy time to um, share with us some of the things that about you and why you, I feel like you're the most amazing person ever. And I can't wait to share <laughs> these things with others. So tell us about your mission, what you do. So yeah, I, I do a couple things. Um, right now, I, so I, I live in St. George, Utah. Um, behind me, you can see the beautiful picture of Court of the Patriarchs in Zion. Zion's just, Zion National Park is in a special place in my heart. I love Zion. So um, kind of just through speaking and, and uh, emceeing events and different things, that's what I was doing. Um, I came to know the owner of these properties called Zion Red Rock, uh, right, right, right by Zion. So we, so I actually help run all of their sales and marketing now here, as well as we do retreats and events and private events and things. So um, basically through kind of finding my worth and finding my dream, it's really what has brought me to what I do now. Um, so we have basically two, um, four to six million dollar properties that I help run. Then we also have a um, cabin that one's uh, sleeps 22 that's um, really close by as well. And then we have a bed and, a bed and breakfast. So it's basically just lodging for every occasion near Zion. And then uh, we do our events as well. So that's kind of what I do now. So awesome. yeah. Very cool. My women's empowerment events here. So the retreat you attended was more of like a day event. Mm -hmm. uh, now we've kind of created more of an intimate setting where women can come to a retreat and really just rejuvenate, relax, and really find their worth and their potential. So awesome. People can also rent the properties for their own use as well. So wow. Yeah. That's awesome. That sounds heavenly, especially right now. <laughs> uh, okay. So what what got you to, to that point? Like what hurdles did you personally face that made you passionate about what you do now? 
So for me, really, um, you know, I think we both can relate. We, we both kind of started our journeys in the network marketing industry. Yep. Mm -hmm. And, um, so at the time before I started network marketing, um, you know, I had been working full time. I had my little boy in daycare and my husband was working full time. And I was really just trying to find something where I could, you know, be home more. And so, um, that's kind of where network marketing came into play and that was successful for me. Um, I was able to, you know, quit my full-time job really fast, which developed into a six figure income. And, um, through that is really where I found my passion in working with women as well as hosting events like the worth of one. Um, so I kind of switched gears. I ended up, um, well, I actually kind of took a risk. I had a successful network marketing business and then somebody else brought me another opportunity, um, another business that we were going to launch and it pretty much failed. <laughs> so we risked everything we had, um, from this amazing income that we had built and we decided we're going to go full throttle and try something new. And so at that point, um, this was actually right before the worth of one when I met you, Kirsten, but, huh. um, so basically the business didn't work out. Um, we lost everything and we ended up having to move out of our house and we had to go through bankruptcy. Um, it was actually a really dark time in my life. <laughs> yeah, well. And, um, I didn't have this big income anymore. I didn't have this big title anymore. I wasn't the top earner anymore. And for me personally, um, to be living at my in-laws and it was my husband's business too. We, we did it together. So, um, if it wasn't without him, there's no way I could have done what I, what we did. It was something we did together. So when we lost everything and moved to my in-laws with, our bed on the floor um, and just really had lost everything. Um, it was, and I had three kids. I just had my third kid and uh, I ended up right after I had her, I ended up uh, getting these severe, like it was just the worst headache you could ever imagine. Um, mm. And I didn't know what was going on. And I thought that maybe I was having a brain aneurysm. So I took, got rushed to the hospital. And um, anyways, I ended up getting these about five to 15 a day. But what ended up happening after about two or three months, I got diagnosed with cluster headaches. Um, so cluster headaches is really rare. Um, most people that have them, they call them suicide headaches. It's the worst pain known to medical science. So. Um, there's no cure, um, just people that get them pretty much just suffer. So I was getting these and I got down to about 90 pounds. And, uh, this point, you know, we were still at my, uh, like I said, we had lost everything. Plus I was having all the medical stuff on top of it. So it was a very stressful and dark time. Um, but we just said a lot of prayer, prayers and I always say it's a miracle that they went away. Um, you know, we 
really just one day, I feel like I just had this faith that, and prayer that just came over me. And I was determined to like give back, give back to women and give back to God. Um, that if the, if these headaches would go away, that I would do something good in the world. And that's really what came to be the worth of one. Wow. And had this idea come to my mind that I needed to do something called the worth of one for women. And I was like, what the heck? Like we're living in my in-laws. We have no money. <laughs> like how in the heck can I put on an event and inspire women when I feel smaller than an ant right now? Mm-hmm. And so I just was like, I'm going to do it. And so I, in six weeks, I put on the first worth of one in 2015. Um, and that's really where I was able to get sponsors in six weeks. Like it was crazy. I was, my goal was to get 50 women to come and 250 came. And, um, that just showed me the need for women, um, to feel their worth. And when I was on that stage speaking the first time, we still lived at my in-laws. I still had a bed on the floor (laughs) and I, nobody had nobody knew like anything that I was going through because I was like, I didn't want to be a fake either, you know, but, um, but I felt like I had enough to share and enough knowledge and enough things that I had just recently been through that I could help women, even though I was kind of still in the mix of it. So, um, from that first worth of one, I ended up kind of I had a lot of women that were asking me, how do you run a business and be a mom? Like, how do you have balance with both? And that ended up kind of spindling into a coaching program that I created. Um, I had a lot of people that signed up to do coaching with me. So I did that for about a year and a half. And um, I had quite a few women come through my coaching program, which is really um, between that and kind of what my husband was doing. That's what helped us get out of my in-laws house (laughs) was just the money that I kind of made from that. Um, He was doing some stuff with his business and work too, but um, just really just we supported each other through that whole thing. And from coaching and doing events, it just kind of turned into people asking me to MC or do different events. And that's how I met the owner of, who I um, work with now. I actually don't work for him. I work with him. Um, Everything still runs under my own business. So um, that was kind of the terms when he talked to me, he was like, hey, I need somebody like you with your skill set to help me with these properties and launching them and branding them. So that's how I jumped on board. I said, well, I just gotta remember, I don't work for you, you work for me. (laughs) So, um, cause I just have that entrepreneur mindset. And, uh, so I guess what I, I think is really important for women to, to understand is most of the time you're not going to feel good enough. You're not going to feel, um, like you can add anything or maybe the place you're in isn't a good one, but I can promise you that if you really dig inside of yourself, and you pray and you ask God, how can I give back? What have, what have I been through in my life to help give back? Yeah. It'll come to you. 
and you'll have opportunities to empower people around you with the stories that you have. Everybody has a story and everybody has things that they've been through. And the best way that you can help others, especially women, is by sharing your story. It's empowering. Even if you don't feel worthy, I didn't feel worthy when I put on my first event. I was sharing my story in, with 250 women and I was still like living at my in-laws, you know? Mm -hmm. So I think getting past that, that thing in our mind that says, you're not good enough, you've been through this and this and this, like just getting past that and, and acting and doing. Um, I think the biggest thing I learned with coaching, a lot of the women I coach, they had these great ideas, whether if it, like it was with their business or they um, wanted to do something. Um, I think first of all, is getting past like the negative, the negative thoughts. Um, but second of all, was this acting on it. Like, yeah. I think so many women just, or so many people in general, they have ideas, but they don't do anything with their ideas. And you're never going to feel 100% confident until you start trying. Confidence is built by just trying and learning. That's how you build the confidence within yourself. So if you never try something, then you're never going to get that. You're never even going to have a chance at building any confidence at it. For sure. So. And what an amazing thing to think that like, where you were, you know, like in your in-laws or whatever, but you had 250 women there that you touched and inspired and influenced and you kind of got outside of yourself and like, you know, I mean, imagine if you just were like, you know what, I'm just not in a spot where I can like influence people or impact people. Those 250 women would have missed out on that because you didn't feel good enough. Right. That's, that's so amazing and powerful to think about because how many times are we missing out on impacting someone because we don't feel good enough about ourselves or about our talents or our gifts or whatever it is. Mm -hmm. I mean, a lot of missed totally. opportunities probably, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And then wow. even, I mean, the second one that you attended, it, you know, it doubled, you know, we had almost a thousand people that were involved in that second event. So it really is a ripple effect um, throughout the time that you start choosing to act. Mm -hmm. So. Yeah. I love that. Oh my goodness. That's so good. Um, so what, um, what did, I guess you kind of shared, like what advice would you give someone that is struggling with their self-worth? Maybe back to your, your coaching tips. Yeah. I mean, I think it's important to understand you are not your thoughts. And most people probably disagree with me because you hear all the time, you have, you know, you got to think positive, think positive. I don't care who you are. I don't care. Like you can go talk to any expert or celebrity who's at the top of their game and everybody still has negative thoughts. Yeah. Like you just can't control it. I mean, you can to a degree. I think it's good to do, you know, affirmations and um, create a mission statement for yourself and there's a lot of positive things that you can do, but you're still going to have negativity. Yeah. And so I think especially it's even more critical for people that maybe aren't in a good place right now. Those negative thoughts are going to be coming like crazy. That's probably going to be 
the majority of your thoughts are probably going to be negative. Mm-hmm. But I think it's important for women to understand you're not your thoughts. What speaks louder than your thoughts is your actions. So um, that would probably be my biggest advice um, is whoever's listening out there, whatever idea you've had or just something little like a baby step of just trying to better yourself, just do one thing different that you're not doing today. Um, one thing you can start with is, um, for me, for example, when I was at my in-laws, um, I created a mission statement for myself. Like it was, let's see, it was actually right before we, um, right before my business crumbled pretty much. Um, but creating a mission statement for yourself, you know, you're, pretty simple you're just going to use i am statements i can statements so start with your name i am andrea tesh i am i am inspiring i i can do hard things i can be patient when i'm getting my kids ready and out the door you know some of those things that i struggle with like being patient with my kids getting out the door like that is one of mine so i try and put that in my mission statement the things that I know are maybe my weaknesses and just reading it every day. That's something you could do right now, today, really simple and just creating a a mission statement for yourself that you can read every day. So that's one thing you can do right now to act and do something different than you're doing today. Yeah. I love that. That's amazing. So you kind of mentioned a little bit that um, when you did coaching that people would ask you, like, how do you balance um, like being like pouring into yourself and then giving all that you give as a mom? How do you it, it, not necessarily, I mean, work to, but just how do you do that? I think, um, you know, when I used to teach my coaching, I used to think that there was this like magic recipe for balance. <laughs> And that you could actually have balance. And I kind of don't, I don't know that that's necessarily true. Just I've kind of changed my perspective on that, Um, which is interesting because it's only been a couple of years, but just through what I've been through, um, I think that when you can live into your full potential and your, and your worth, you're naturally going to be happier and you're naturally gonna, it's naturally gonna make you want to be a better mom or wife or um, employee if you're not one of those. Um, right. You'll just, you'll be better all around. And so I think creating balance, um, I don't know that you ever have full balance. I think there's ebbs and flows in your business and in your life. Sometimes you're gonna have times like right now for me, we are running, we're doing a grand opening on a new property next door. And so we've been putting more time into it than what I normally work. But I do have, we have kind of like an end goal. Um, But the time that I do have with my kids, um, I make sure to be really just present and focused with them and like shutting, shutting work off. I think it means 
more, especially with moms that are at home all day long, that it's even harder to do that than sometimes work, in my opinion, to be home all day long if you don't have a business or anything, just taking care of kids all day, all the time, like when you're giving and giving and giving, um, it's hard and it's wearing. And so I think it's important to just have those moments where you let go of all of the laundry that you have to do. You let go of all the dishes that you have to do and you sit down with your kids for 10 minutes and you're just totally enjoying that moment. Um, I think that's one way you can create balance. I personally, for me, I, when it comes to bedtime, I know bedtime can sometimes be a hard time because it's like, you want to just pull your hair out by the end of the day, you're just done, you know? Mm -hmm. But for me, like I've tried to make bedtime, um, not so treacherous. It used to be that way. And so I've tried to just like lay by my kids. I tickle their back. And we have like literally a three to five minute talk on their day. And I do it with each of my kids. They love their talks with me. You know, like they tell me about what happened at school or like, I'm like, I just ask them, Hey, what's on your mind? How was your day? Anything going on? You know, and sometimes they just have started to even open up like about things I had no idea about. So I think for me, just like having, quality time with them um not necessarily quantity yeah. but quality is going to it feels like more of a balance if that makes sense. yeah it totally makes sense and i think that um hearing that you know makes <clears throat> makes you realize that like you're not trying to achieve this seemingly unachievable goal of like this perfectly balanced like you know, if you're a stay-at-home mom and your husband comes home and it's this perfect greeting and the kids are <laughs> neatly dressed and their the yeah. dinner table is all set and ready to go and it's this very lovely home-cooked meal and then everyone <laughs> says grace and they all wash their dishes and they all bathe themselves or whatever, like kind of throwing that out and just like being really honest about the fact that life happens and if we can have those moments, it doesn't have to be quantity moments of balance, but quality of just connecting with those right. people that are important to you or, or even, you know, 10 minutes of hanging out with your kid, but then also 10 minutes of like quality work versus like trying to manage all these things, right? You're, you're more focused and giving yourself like these set times of like, I'm going to be really on purpose about this and this and this. And I think that that makes more like it's a realistic balance in your life and making sure that you're putting focus where it needs to be for sure. So instead of trying to achieve perfection, because I feel like sometimes that's what <laughs> happens when we try and achieve balance, we're trying to achieve perfection and that's not, yeah. that's not real. That's not realistic. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So do you have any, um, any TED Talks, favorite books, favorite inspiring people that you're just like, whenever you're in a slump or whatever, you're like, that's where you go. Go to. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I love, um, 
Mel Robbins, she's super mm -hmm. motivating. Yeah. You know, the five second rule, that's a good one, especially when we're talking about acting. Yes. Um, so she has great TED Talks. She's got a great uh, show that she does. Um, lots of stuff on YouTube. She's a good one. Um, I love that she's a woman. <laughs> Yeah. Too. I think it's um it's a little bit harder for me to find women that give you that like just that like um that motivation that you get from sometimes the male speakers. You don't sometimes it's harder to find that out of women. I agree. Um so I love her stuff. Um there's another uh I'm trying to think of it. There's a personality test that I was gonna say that's really good that I would um, recommend that everybody takes it. Uh, it's all like psychology based. Um, I'm trying to think of the name of it. It's not coming to me. I will, I'll send it to you and then you can okay. have the link. But yeah. basically the, the personality test, it, it goes over your five strengths. Mm -hmm. um, a lot of the personality tests that I've taken they kind of tell you your weaknesses and strengths and I don't know, sometimes it can't, it's not as motivating because I tend to, I don't know if this is you, but I sometimes tend to focus on the things I'm not doing rather than what I am doing. Yeah. And so this personality test just, it, and there's a book to it as well, but it breaks down five different categories that kind of makes you, you like all of your life experiences and why you are you okay. and things that you're really good at and it actually talks about how it's better to sharpen the skills that you're already good at than to try and like branch off and learn all these new things i love so, that uh, i'm trying to think i could type it in here on my computer and find it but um i'll, I'll link it for them the listeners okay. yeah if you want to link it for them yeah i will no problem so, and then the other thing um, I was going to mention as far as books to read is The Confidence Gap. It's found on Audible. Um, it's awesome. Like if you are struggling with confidence or even if you're not, like I feel like I'm a pretty driven person, um, but I learn tons out of it. And one of the things I said about you are not your thoughts. That's a big part of his book. Um, so the confidence gap, it's all psychology based as well. So um, that's a good one. Okay. So it's on Audible too for anybody that doesn't sit yeah. and read. So. I am all about audiobooks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. If I can listen to it, I will read it. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Totally. Uh, okay. So what do you do to challenge your underlying beliefs or paradigms or assumptions? Like how do you, like when you say you're focusing on those weaknesses, if you kind of tend to do that sometimes, how do you get yourself out of those negative thoughts? How do you get yourself out of those slumps or those paradigm shifts? I think reading like podcasts, reading, um, I think that stuff is really good. Um, I do think that it's important not to Let's see how do I put this the right way sometimes I found there are people especially in the coach like when I did coaching you get people that just like learn 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 like they're constantly listening to podcasts and they're constantly reading um, which is great but 
how much time are you putting into yourself to actually do the things you're learning? And also it can create a sense of um, thought, like comparison, like I'm not doing enough. Yeah. Like this person that's doing this podcast or this person, you know, and so within all of that, that's really good. But I think my number one thing would have to be um, like meditating Mm -hmm. and really taking time for yourself to sit in silence in nature like doing things like i i go to a place where like i go do workouts but it's hot yoga and so it's like i have my own private sauna room it's called planet planet beach i think they they have a lot in utah but I love it because it is, you get your workout in, but it's individual. It's more like a spa. And I just go in the sauna. It's just me and the TV. And it just gives me a chance to meditate. And um, I've really gotten into yoga this last year. So that's been really good. Um, But that would probably be, that for me, like always gets me out of the slump. Meditation, prayer, like, being off social media, um, yeah. I think just like turning your phone off during that time, um, I think it's really easy to get distracted and see what everybody else is doing or listen to all the things you should be doing. Mm-hmm. And then you start to get in that negative thought pattern of I'm not doing enough or their story is way better than mine or what do I have to add? You know, like, kind of just these things that can run through our minds. And at the end of the day, like you are you, you are your own blueprint. There is only one Kirsten. There is only one Andrea. Like you are unique. You're special. And you know, there is a, I know there's a study in the Huffington Post um, about like, just like the chances of you being born when you were born. Right. Yeah. And uh, yeah, Mel Robbins talks about it in one of her talks, but it's like one in 400 trillion. Like that's the chance of you being born. So I think for any woman out there struggling, like my challenge to you is to go like meditate and like just start writing and start like ask, you know, God or whatever you believe in. I'm going to say God because that's, you know, I, I believe in that. So if you're offended, then you can, you can, you can turn off the podcast. But, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I think just really zoning into yourself and like digging deep on, you know, like things you've been through, um, and what, what, who, what, why you are, who you are. Um, just a few weeks ago, I did like a, kind of like a meditation thing that um, really, I had never done anything like it before, but um, it actually was like, basically you, you envision yourself 10 years from now. So like 10 years from now, so 2020, today is, I know this, yeah, basically you, you would say the date today and then 2020, and then you're gonna go 10 years in the forward, okay? So put yourself 10 years in the forward. Nobody does 10-year goals. I've never heard of it. I've heard of, I've heard of six months, one year, 
three-year, five-year, never thought of a 10-year goal. Right. When you start thinking that, it's kind of like crazy. And so basically you just put yourself 10 years forward and then you just start writing as if you are 10 years forward. So you'd be like, hey, I woke up today. Wow. Um, I'm in my house with that we were able to purchase and um, it's paid off or I don't know, maybe it's not paid off. Just, you kind of dream big, like, or I'm, I'm chilling by my pool in the back of my house, or I was able to go to Hawaii. Like that day that you start writing about can be as long as you want. Like there's no cap to 10 years from today. Mm. And uh, the mentor that um, told me about that is actually, the guy that I work with that owns all these properties, he did that 10 years ago. Wow. 42 right now, 42. And everything 10 years ago that he put down in his, in his vision is basically come to be other than he's not quite making what he thought he would, even though, I mean, he's, he's, he's a multimillionaire, but, um, but yeah, so that was a challenge like that he gave me and, mm -hmm. You start to think about like where your kids are going to be and how old they're going to be in it. It really like just kind of took me back. <laughs> like, whoa. Um, yeah. You know, what are some things that are really important? You know, I think, I think we've all 2020 year of vision, right? Perfect vision. And I think this year we can all agree that perspective has been changed immensely. Yeah. And so I think everybody's been able to think, okay, what is really important? What do I need to focus on? Yeah. What is my focus? How can I contribute to the world? How can I contribute to people around me? How can I contribute to just the people in my home? And it really just depends on, like, I think with women, sometimes you think I got to do this big thing. You know, a big thing is just contributing to your kids. If that's yeah. what you can do and be the best version you can be most of the time, and it, it's okay if you're not all the time because we're not going to be all the, the best version of ourselves at home, but if you can start trying and start digging in deep and figuring out what your purpose is um, and just doing little things like fast forwarding 10 years really puts a perspective on things in basically that specific exercise unconsciously you start your your brain it's all psychology based thing but your brain unconsciously will start to kind of make those things it'll push you to try and make those things happen right so wow i'm definitely going to do that that is <laughs> really really cool challenge i think that's so true about goals um you know setting six month or one year goals or something but wow what about 10 years and even just thinking about you know how old you'll be or your kids will be or you know like well, right that's, i mean that's a totally different <laughs> world <laughs> right yeah, yeah. So that's oh that's really good thank you yeah. for hearing that yep. okay um so any other things that you want to share? Any other advice you want to share with these um, listeners here? Um, or any other thoughts about your, maybe share about your upcoming Worth of One conference? Yeah. Maybe tell them what that's about. Yeah. 
Yeah. So um, before I share about that real quick, I was going to say, for some reason, I just feel like I should share this. So I'm going to, but um, I think it's important for women to know that you're not your past. Um, You're not your mistakes. You're not anything that has happened to you. Um, I think with a lot of women that I have worked with and talked to, um, some of them have been through really hard things, um, sexual abuse or um, mental health. Um, you know, I grew up with mom. You know, for me, one of the qualities from my personality test that I took was um, that I'm responsible. That was like the word that came out. And I'm like, what has made me so responsible my whole life? Like, I remember doing my homework and fixing food when I from a young age, like five and six, because my mom wasn't around. Um, My mom is such an inspiration to me, but you know, um, and always will be. She was actually at the worth of one in 2016. And uh, she has, she has mental illness. She was diagnosed with um, bipolar and depression. Um, I remember her coming home from the hospital when I was like four and she was not my mom. Like I didn't recognize her. She just seemed different. And I remember not wanting to be in the way and with seven kids, that was a big challenge. My mom ended up getting admitted to a psychiatric unit for a few months, um, just different periods throughout my life. At one point she almost died because she couldn't, she wouldn't eat and uh, she got really sick just because of her mental health. And um, so, and my dad worked full time. And anyways, it was, a, it was a challenging time. And I think me and my brothers and sisters, we all just took each, we just took care of each other. We just got through it and we took care of my mom. Like we just didn't want to be a bother to her. We knew that she was going through a lot and mm-hmm. we knew my dad was going through a lot. And so I feel like as hard as that was, and she really didn't get help for only a few years before the worth of one. Um, so most of my growing up, my mom wasn't around. She was on medication. And so <clears throat> she was around for as much as she could be. And luckily I've never looked back at my childhood and thought I didn't have a childhood. Um, I feel like because of my brothers and sisters and the support I had from church leaders and different things, I, I feel like I had a great childhood. Um, and I just felt like I always wanted to be there to support my mom and to support my brothers and sisters. And, and not everybody is going to have an outlook like that, or like maybe you've been through something very traumatic and maybe you still haven't like healed from that. And that's okay. Um, I think everybody has their own timeline um, on different things that they're going through and all the tools that you have, Kirsten, I think is amazing for women too. And so I think it's just important to understand that like you're not your past and that you can make change. Mm -hmm. Um, You can take those baby steps. The cool thing is my mom got help. She kind of really just, between personal development and then also doctor's help. She still has mental help. Like she's still diagnosed with those, but she actually is medication free. And she recently wrote a book. So yeah, that's another one. You can read my mom's book. 
if you yeah. have a family member that suffers from mental illness, it's basically just a guidebook on how to um, have light in the home. Um, Bonnie Chadburn, you can find it on Amazon, but um, it's 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 really inspirational that she she did that and and really has found herself and her voice um, through speaking out about things that she went through um, and just helping others. So I yeah. think there's healing in helping. Yes. So. Yeah, I think I found that um, for myself too. And I think that, um, you know, when the feelings of inadequacy come up or, you know, like, well, I've had all these terrible things happen. So I feel like, you know, I'm not qualified or I can't help other people. And um, you'd be surprised at how, um, you know, someone's, you can turn a mess into a message, right? Yep. And help other people feel inspired and motivated and um, connected and um, heard by being vulnerable and being willing to share your story um, to help impact and lift other people up. Um, there's definitely a lot of healing and digging that happens. And that's, you know, like you say, on your own timeline, your own process, but um, what a beautiful opportunity to kind of heal along with helping other people process their own, their own stories. So yep. that is amazing. And yep. your mom's amazing too. So thank you for sharing that. <laughs> um, okay. So worth of one, tell me about that. What's yes. So, so the worth of one still continues even Yay. after all these years. Yes. Um, it's a little different. It's not quite as big. It's not like a conference center type event. Um, really comes down to what we're talking about. Um, I love doing the worth of one on a big scale, but I felt like because I was so busy, I wasn't able to like, like connect with women, how I love to connect with them. And so, um, obviously through my job, um, and what I do here at Zion Red Rock, kind of just spindled into being able to do events here. So um, the worth of one, you can go to retreatsinzion.com. So um, we are having a worth of one this year. It's the first weekend in November. And basically when you come, you get to stay at a multi-million dollar property. Um, you know, you get to connect with women. We do, um, I know at the other worth of one, the pampering and hair and makeup thing was huge. Everybody loved it. And so we do that here. So you come and you really just get pampered. We do facials. We do, um, we have a makeup and hair artist come. And so you get your full makeup, hair done. You get professional headshots. Um, you do, uh, we do uh, have a fitness instructor here doing uh, hip hop fitness. And then we do some yoga. Um, we did some lip sync battles last year. Um, we do uh, games, hiking in Zion, um, kayaking, paddle boarding, razor riding. Like it is a blast. It's so, um, so it is, we're actually already, we did like a priority registration for the people that came to the last year. So we're about, almost halfway sold out at this point. Wow. So if you want to come, you know, and you feel like you could use some good inspiration and we do inspirational messages. So there's no like keynote speakers. 
um, that are taking up the whole day. Um, a lot of it is just messages, like a morning message and an evening kind of message and devotional. Um, and then a lot of it's just like we do some inner work, but it's really just about having fun and connecting with other women. Um, I think a lot of these other conferences are great, but I think the power, I also think there's power in like what we're talking about in sharing your own stories. And the only way that you can do that is by creating space for it in time. Yeah. And so we don't do a lot of um, educating, I guess you could say. It's, mm -hmm. it's more just little messages and little golden nuggets that you can take home and do when, at home. And hopefully you can leave. Well, I know that you'll leave just based on this last year, feeling inspired, feeling like you can do it. You can do it. You can get through the daily grind of life. They say the days are long, the years are short, right? Yep. Um, we all know that life isn't peaches and cream and it's hard sometimes. So, yeah. um, you know, I think really what we focus on is your individuality and how you can take that home and how you can inspire, you know, those within your home or those around you. So yeah. that's really the basis of, of the retreat. All the food is included. So it's all catered, which is amazing. It's really good food. Um, so yeah, it's like three nights, four days, food, lodging, hair, makeup, facials, which like raise like Everything, everything, everything. You oh, can yeah. And an on-site massage therapist. Oh, <laughs> all right. So if you weren't convinced now you are, right? <laughs> yes. Yeah, so it's, That's awesome. it's yeah. That and we're, awesome. I haven't announced it yet. Um, behind me, we're at the Oasis right now. Um, okay. This is our, so if you go to zionredrock.com, that's the lodging website. So that's where you can, if you want to do your own retreats or family reunions or anything, you can see and read all about each property. We have four of them. Um, so zionredrock.com. But the new property that we're opening is called the Zion Red Rock Villa. And it's going to be amazing. It's like a Mediterranean style villa and uh, very, very luxury and modern. So we're actually going to be moving our retreat to the new property we can't officially announce that yet so on the website it it will probably say depending on when you go look at it but currently it says the oasis but everybody's pretty much going to be upgraded and they're going to be going over to the new place Woo! i mean this place is amazing too <laughs> it can't get but, better but i guess yeah. it does there's more rooms um like private bedrooms at the other place and we're just want to create a different just a little bit of a different experience. So we're going to be there this year. So. That's exciting. Yeah. And I'll drop the um, links um, for all of these different things um, in the um, section where you can click on the description. It'll have all these different links. So you don't have to memorize all these links. I'll drop them all yeah. right, so that you can, you can find all these great resources and, um, and get, get a massage get some entertainment, get some uplifting networking. You can have your own family reunion and you can get a book and a personality test. There's lots of things that you, uh, lots of things you drop there that I've got to make sure you yeah. guys all have links to. So yeah, thank, the property thank you so much for your time. What? Oh yeah. 
I was just going to say the properties, as far as the size, um, the Oasis sleeps 58 or 56 people. Okay. The villa sleeps 58. The cabin sleeps 22. And they're all luxury. So, yeah. Oh. I mean, this place has got like an indoor soccer field. Oh, my God. And a theater. <laughs> an indoor wow. track. I mean, it's pretty. That would be so fun to have a family reunion there, though. I think that would be super, super fun or some type yeah. of retreat. So very unique. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you so much for your time. I really, really appreciate it. Yes. Thank you for having me. You're awesome. Keep up everything you're doing. So oh, thank you. Thank you. It's good to connect with you. Yes. Thanks so much for tuning in. I hope you enjoyed it. For those of you that are interested in learning more about the retreat that she was discussing in our podcast, go to retreatsinzion.com. The retreat is going to be November 5th through the 8th this year, 2020. And if you register before July 30th, you'll get $50 off with the promo code Zion. I'm excited to announce that I will be a sponsor at that event. So I will be bringing my horses and offering some of my um, services for free. So I hope to see you there and thanks again for tuning in.